Yo, and we back with another episode of Time Out Let's Talk. I'm your host, Hern P. Hey, man, before we get started on today's show, I got to thank all of my listeners for getting with me on that first 50 listeners giveaway. You know, it's the first one, so it's still open. I ain't forget about you guys, but if you're still trying to get in on it, you can do that by following the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to right now, whether that's Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts. Just follow the show, head over to my Facebook or my Instagram, and just Share my most recent podcast posting in this comment, which game you want. If you're not sure about that, again, we got Washington Commander tickets, Washington Wizard tickets, Carolina Panthers tickets, and Charlotte Hornet tickets, too. I mean, who doesn't want free tickets? So just follow those simple steps, man, and I'll announce in one probably about another two to three weeks. I'll get with you all and let you know who won. But yeah, let's get the show rolling. All right, man. So first thing first, man, we're going to get with the hot topics, man. They were jumping this week, guys. All right. So I believe the first one we have is a call in. My girl Shantina called us. She has a great, great question. Let's see what she got. Hey, Herman. Since preseason for NFL is about to start up, can we talk about who we think is going to be the top five teams in the NFL this season? Top five, top five, top five NFL teams. Okay, okay. All right, so top five, and they not number five, of course. Los Angeles Rams will put them one. L.A. Rams, Super Bowl champions, about to run it back again, of course. Top five, right? For every reason we, we already talked about before, Cooper Cup, Matthew Safford, the most dynamic quarterback wide receiver duo in the league. I'm going to ride with that one more year. Aaron Donald on that defense, Jalen Ramsey on that defense, Bobby Wagner on that defense. I'm not about to keep – I'm Sean McVay, enough said, right? That should be enough for me to say about the Rams, right? They, I'm going to hold them down at number one right now, all right? But I still say, you know, the other four spots, I like Buffalo, uh, Josh Allen. Should be an MVP candidate this year. Well, he was last year too, but maybe he should be able to win it this year. So I'm going to give Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills the number two spot, followed by Kansas City Chiefs, man. Until I see otherwise, I know they lost a deep threat, a speedster, but I'm going to still get them top five as well in that AFC conference. Last two spots. No. Yeah, last two spots. Uh. Green Bay, back-to-back MVP, Aaron Rodgers still there. So I'm going to see. I got confidence in them until proven otherwise. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to rock Green Bay for the fourth spot, 13-4 last year. So they should be. They should start off this year around the same. That division not too tough. So get a, that's all dubs in that division. Maybe maybe a split between Minnesota, but they should, they should come out pretty good. And close it out, Tampa. Tom Brady's still there. Julio Jones on that roster now. Wide receiver core is ridiculous. Russell Gage, uh, Chris Godwin's coming back. Mike Evans. Hey, man, they they, they stacked, man. Hopefully, in the finette, he trimmed that weight down, man. He can get back to running the way he's been running, man. They should be solid this year, especially when the NFC South. So, that's what I got for my top five in the, in the NFL. That's a good question, Tina. 
All right, so question number two came in from my boy Binks, and he wants to know my NFL division winner. So, okay, cool. Another football question. I love it. So, yeah, let's tap into that, man. For me, I'm going to start with the AFC, right? So, going to the AFC East, I'm going to ride with Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? I believe in the hype, you know, the Josh Allen hype. I believe in it. I really think that he's he's – by far the best quarterback in that division. And I just think they got the best defense in the division. I just think they got the best team overall, period, in that division. You know what I mean? Patriots are young. Dolphins trying to get it together now. The Jets got a long way to go. So for the time being, man, I'm going to believe in the hype in Josh Allen, man. I think he's definitely going to take that division. So I'm going um, yeah, to roll with the Buffalo for the AFC East. So I'm going to move on over to the AFC North. For me, this division here is probably the most unsure division for me at this current moment, just because I don't know what anything's going to look like week one of football. I don't know if Lamar Jackson really going to hold out into the season like people are saying he he's considering doing. I don't know if Deshaun Watson going to play any games this year. You know what I'm saying? And also, this is going to be the first year I'm going to be seeing Pittsburgh without Ben, or Ben Roethlisberger about there. So, I don't really know how they're going, what kind of plays they're going to what type of offense it's going to be. So I got to go with the most for sure pick, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals. They're just in the Super Bowl. Um, they got no young guys. They got no weapons. And they just redid their whole offensive line. So Joe Barrow should be able to produce those numbers, should be able to get those good wins in that division. So I got done winning the AFC North. So let's take it down to the South. So the AFC South. Two-team race, in my opinion. That's the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. Two of the same type of teams offensively. You know what I'm saying? Both run heavy offenses. Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. I love that matchup, you know what I'm saying, in that division because two dog running backs. But if I had to pick one to win that division, I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans just because I like the way the defense, like, I just love their defense in the way they they control a game. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like they know when to close you out. Like they got good pass rush. They got solid corners. Man, they got a hell of a defensive coach. So yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Tennessee Titans, right? And for the most part, it's something about Matt Ryan. I think he just passed his time. I think he got like another. Solid two years, maybe three years left in him, but I don't think he's going to be enough to get them over that hump to win that division. So I'm going to go over to the AFC West, close it out with them. And I'm going to say tough, tough division, right? Probably going to be the hardest division. I got them being the hardest division this year. But I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, right? I just think. Andy Reid, man, I'm just a real believer in Andy Reid. And for some reason, he always finds a way. His offense is always, from even going back to Philly, he always had a great offense. He found a way to put put together pieces. Like, to, he just found a way to put it together, man, with guys we don't know who they are until they play for his offense. And, um, and I think Pat Mahomes is their best quarterback in that division, right? So, Devontae Adams, Derek Carr. That's gonna be a good duo, man. But uh I just think they gonna it's gonna take they're gonna have to go through some growing pains a little bit, you know what I'm saying? They're figuring each other out, 
like learning that learning that style over there in um vegas and i'm just gonna follow them up with the broncos so i got broncos being in the third place only reason they, they third in my opinion is because i didn't see russell wilson how he how he performs behind that that offensive line you know what i'm saying so i know he gets set a lot and i just want to see if he can stay upright because this division he's gonna have some crazy defenses coming up now, i mean just the afc period is tough but he's gonna be in the toughest division in the afc so let's see how he can perform with these young weapons and see if that defense really can uh, slow down Devontae Adams, can slow down Pat Mahomes, you know what I'm saying, or, or uh, Justin Herbert and those guys out there. But And I just think the Chargers right now are still young. I mean, they did bring in Khalil Matt, which is a great pickup, but they could be uh, uh, a solid pick to make a push for it. But I think it's going to come down to the Chiefs and, and the Raiders. They might be a game apart to win the division. But if I had to hang my hat on one, I'm going to go with the Chiefs for that. So for the NFC, I'm gonna start with the NFC East first, and it's pretty much just two teams right there that everybody's talking about that know can make something happen this year, and that's the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, right? And I think what separates them, what's going to separate them at the end of the day, it's going to be the quarterback play. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott. Uh, I'm going to roll with, with that for right now. So I'm, so me rolling with that, I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I love Philadelphia defense. I think the additions that they brought in, man, they're going to be going crazy this year. So I feel like they are going to have a winning record again. So it was like 9-8 last year. So I'm going to maybe give them like a 10-7 season. But I just think the Cowboys going to probably be around the same again, like another 12-5 year. And I just think they the most – solid pit just because of chemistry they've been here before they didn't this like year four or five for some of these guys so they pretty much already established in this type of offense you know what i'm saying so if i had to pit man i'm gonna go with dallas right so going over to the nfc north no brainer for real for me probably the the easiest division in this in the in the nfc and i'm gonna go with green bay packers right for one real reason why they the only team in this division last year that had a winning record, right? The next best team was the Minnesota uh, Vikings with an eight and nine record. So I just think the Packers should have no no problems with winning this division. I feel like they can beat everybody in the division twice. I mean Minnesota might can slip and get one, but the Detroit Lions, I don't I don't think they're gonna get a win off the Packers this year. The the Bears, I don't I don't see them getting one and the Vikings could, they could split one, but at the end of the day, if I had to think, like, really go in on I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to pull one off to get one in on um, Green Bay. But it could happen, though. But for the most part, man, I just think the two-time MVP, no matter what he lost, I think he's still good enough to win the NFC North. You know what I'm saying? But going down to the South, NFC South, man, it's going to – it's going to be a good one, man, because I think New Orleans has a really, really, really good defense. And Jameis is not horrible. I mean, he he's serviceable. You know what I mean? He can, he can do enough. But I don't think it's going to be enough to win that division. So I'm going to give it to Tampa for a lot of the reasons we've seen last year. I think Tom is, at, is still at the top of his game as far as production-wise. But, you know, they, they brought in Julio. 
You still got Mike Evans. You still got uh, Chris Godwin coming back. And they brought in Russell Gage. So I think they tooling up, man. If they can get the running games to still produce the same way, then I think they shouldn't have no problems with still winning the division. Now, they could lose a game to the New Orleans uh, Saints. But I think when it's all said and done, man, I, I think that Tampa going to still find a way to win that division again this year. So saving the best division in the NFC for for, for last, I'm going to go with, of course, the Los Angeles Rams to win the NFC West, right? And for, for obvious reasons, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, the best quarterback wide receiver duo in the NFL. I think you're going to get a lot of what you've seen last year. Cooper Cup should still be leading the league in receiving yards, whatever the case may be. They got a certain type of connection that it's like no other from last year, right? But with that being said, I think a lot of people is overlooking the fact that um, Allen Robinson is in town now. So Allen Robinson, not being talked about a lot, but with the the double teams and the and the defensive focus that's going to be on Cooper Cup this year, Allen Robinson should be able to go crazy this year, especially playing with a strong arm quarterback like Matthew Stafford. I don't think he ever played with anybody as Matthew Stafford caliber, so he shouldn't have any problems with that. And, of course, you know, we did lose a couple pieces, but we brought guys in that is familiar with our, our offense as well as our defense. Now, we lost Vaughn. I wanted to keep him, but, man, you, you tell me I'm getting Bobby Wagner. I, I can live with that. You know what I'm saying? And – we lost Darius Williams, but we brought back somebody who's familiar with our defense already with is Troy Hill. So he's he a solid uh, number two corner. They have out Jalen out there. They're familiar with playing together. So I, I, I do like what we got on paper and with that ball test, you know what I'm saying? So I think we're going to do pretty well there. And uh, Arizona, like I said, um, D-Hop, is he going to be out for six? If, you, if he's going for six games, I don't know what. How that offense gonna look? They're gonna have a pretty solid defense, but I don't think with the schedule we play this year, our division, I don't think they can afford to lose D Hop for six games. San Fran, Trey Lance, behind the gun now, man. They never been a big quarterback ran offense, so they can they gonna still find a way to get some wins out of him. But I don't think he's good enough to beat us. I mean, I, for some reason, though, you know, I, I don't want to speak too soon. They always find a way to get one out of us. And for the last couple of years, in this regular season, they had our number. So I'm not going to speak too soon on that. But I got a good feeling about this year. It's going to be a change to that. And Seattle, I just think they're in rebuild mode. So I'm not really looking for much for them. I mean, they won seven games last year. So they might be floating around anywhere between four to another seven win season, maybe four to six wins. We'll see when it's all said and done. But um yes, I think Sean McVay, man, he it's it's his division to lose. So yeah, rounds for the NFC West, of course, right? But hey Binks, man, that was a great, great question, man. Of course, um I love football questions, but appreciate that one. All right, hot topic question number three came in from my man's Kino. And he actually had a two-part question. So the first part of his question is, NFL team to watch out for? I don't feel like it's going to be a team in the league this year that's going to surprise us for the most part. And what I mean by surprise us is more so saying, like, any team, I don't think it's going to be a team that's going to be a playoff team that we don't already feel like it's going to be a playoff team or a Super Bowl team that we never expected to make the Super Bowl, kind of like what the Cincinnati Bengals did last year. Like a lot of people didn't have them in the Super Bowl or we was talking about Super Bowl contenders. They wasn't in people's top 10 picks to make the Super Bowl. 
a lot of people. So I'm going to say, for the sake of argument, debate, whatever you want to call it, I'm going to roll with the Detroit Lions to look out for. But not to say they're going to do anything massive in the league, but just for the saying, I don't, for the last few years, they've been like easy wins, right? So last year it was 3-13-1. I don't feel like they're going to be an easy dub on everybody's schedule. Whoever they play, I think they can be competitive with anybody. But the reason why I feel that way is really about what they did in the draft, man. I was really, I was really surprised how well they put that together. So of course, you know they got one of my favorite um, rookies this year, the defensive lineman Hawkinson from Michigan. Of course, wide receiver Jamison Williams from Alabama, going to be huge for them. You know what I mean? A future number one. Let's see if Jared Goff can get him the ball when he needed and where he needed it, and let that boy do damage. But for sure him and Kirby Joseph from Illinois. He was a pretty good pickup as well. So along with some of the other key guys they already got, y'all know the names. St. Brown had 912 yards. He was a late bloomer in the year. Uh, DeAndre Swift is a pretty good uh, running back. And uh, TJ Hawkinson, hell of a tight end. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. So, yeah, that, that that would be my sleeper pick to make some noise this year, to watch out for, I guess, not to be an easy dub for everybody. And um, the second part of your question was late or undrafted free agent to make a big impact. So with that one, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, all right, I'm going to use Christopher Allen, right, from Alabama. He was an undrafted free agent for Denver Broncos. So I think he got the potential to be a big one, a big pickup for them, you know what I'm saying? Because they did, they already have um, Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubbs. So they're going to get a lot of attention. But I think if Christopher Allen can stay healthy and can stay on the field, he can put up big numbers, man. I mean, he didn't really, he didn't play really at all in 2021, played one game. So I'm not going to hold that pretty much over his head. But going back to the 2020 season, the man had 25 tackles. You know what I'm saying? Six sacks, uh, two forced fumbles. So, I mean, we're not asking. He's not going to win, you know I mean, defensive player of the year, but he can be a valuable piece as an edge rusher, you know what I mean? Come in and get a few sacks. You know I mean? Just just spice it up a little bit for, for Denver, you know what I mean? Because they're going to have a, a – they got a tough division. So, those little key pieces right there make and break Super Bowl teams. So, hopefully he can put it together, but I think his only – concern with him is just injuries because he did have a few in college so if he can weather that storm i think he could be a big payout for the denver broncos appreciate that question kino all right so hot topic question number four came in from greg and he wants to know can the la rams repeat can the la rams repeat Man, of course the LA Rams can repeat. They're going to be the repeat champions of the division. They're going to be the repeat champions in the NFC. They're going to be the repeat champions in the Super Bowl. Of course. So it's kind of like you want me to be neutral in this, but I really feel like the LA Rams is the best team in football this year. That's my opinion. Based off what everything I said previously in this podcast, I think we got some of the best defensive players. We got some of the best offensive players. I mean, the top Quarterback, wide receiver duo, of course. So, yeah, the Rams can repeat, man. The Rams will repeat, in my opinion. 
Um, it, I don't think there's a football fan out there that can say that the Rams don't have a shot at all of repeating. I mean, when you just look at the way the NFC is broken down right now, you tell me how many people you putting over the Rams. If you if it's if you got us in the top three to represent the NFC, then you can say that we can repeat. So, not worried about Tampa. I feel like all these additions they're getting is because of they of knowing everything we can do. So I really feel like Tampa's going all in on Brady's last year to try to get him over the hump to beat us. So Julio, Mike Evans, Russell Gage, Chris Godwin, all good players, right? Great players. But I don't think that's going to be enough to beat. I think we're a more sound team. We we pretty much just running the back, same system, um, same core players bringing in people that are already familiar with how we do things. So we lost Darius Williams, but we brought in, but back Troy Hill. So, yeah, I mean, LA Rams going to repeat, in my opinion. They're going to the Super Bowl again. We're going back to Arizona. We're going to win it. All right, so that's our hot topics for the week. Again, man, if you got a hot topic or a question in general and you want your voice to be heard, get at me on the Anchor app in that voicemail section. i check it. Add it to our very next episode. But if you're listening to me on Spotify, right in the Q&A section, you can drop your question or your hot take, and I'll add it to the next episode. Hey, man, before we move on, let's take a quick time out and check in with our sponsors. What's up, y'all? It's none other than your girl, Mona Lisa. I first and foremost want to thank your host, my husband, Herm P., for giving me the opportunity to be the very first sponsor of Time Out, Let's Talk, the sports podcast. I am the owner of Mona Lisa's Kitchen in the 757 area. I'm most well known for my banana pudding, but your girl knows her way around the kitchen. So if you don't know how to cook or maybe you don't have time to cook, hit me up for all your meal prep needs. You can find me on Instagram at M-O-N-E. A-L-I-S-A. Thanks for the support. Love y'all. All right, man. For our last segment for this week's episode, man, we got to tap into what's going on with Lamar Jackson, right? It's a big news now, right? And especially since Calamara got his money and everybody's getting paid now, all these QB1s getting paid, Lamar Jackson still ain't getting nothing. So a lot of people feeling like, okay, he should hold out, you know what I mean? Show the Ravens why they need to pay him. See how that offense look without him. See how that team look without Lamar Jackson on the field. But man, I don't feel that way. I think Lamar need to go out there and ball even more now. Like, put the ice on the cake, bro, because you are the one MVP. They clearly not the same team without you. We we seen them when you was hurt. So we seen them play, and they, they, they can't hold up, right? I think that's fair to say. But the main reason why I feel like he should play, I mean, come on, man. The man was making bare minimum because of he was drafted 32nd in the draft, right? So he played like on a four-year, $9 million contract. So he never really made no serious money compared to the other quarterbacks, but just NFL players in general, right? So now that the Ravens picked up that fifth-year option for $23 million, that man can't sit out for that. You know what I'm saying? He, he going to definitely have to go play on it, man. Hopefully, throughout the season, they can come on terms on, like, uh, agreement. Because I, I did hear that they did make an offer, but it probably just wasn't to Lamar liking. Because, you know, he do represent himself. So, I don't know if he's seeking out, like, you know, like, advice from other, form, like, formal players or other agents just to see, like, how it is. Or he just watching the market. He want to see what Justin Herbert about to get. He want to see what Joe Burrow going to get. I don't know. So, he might want to top everybody because when it comes to guys like Calamari, and um, Deshaun Watson, 
the guys who got that bit bag and all that guaranteed money, he's done more than them. You know what I'm saying? So he entitled to the same, if not more, money, right? So $23 million, though, man, the most he ever made. I don't think he can risk or gamble with that. So I feel like, for the most part, he got to get out there and ball. You know what I'm saying? So go out there, show them that you're worth more, man. Because worst-case scenario, man, if they franchise you, man, and y'all can't come up with an agreement, he going to walk away with about 30, what, $31 million? $31 million for year six on a franchise tag, it's not bad money. You know what I'm saying? I just think the biggest thing for him is trying to lock up that guarantee. You know what I'm saying? But And, and I understand because I think Lamar right now is just sitting back and looking at guys like Calamari, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, all those guys lock up all that guaranteed money. And it's only going to get worse as long as Baltimore and him cannot agree on something. But, you know, he represents himself, so – I think right now he's just sitting back and just trying to play the market and, and wait for the perfect time to capitalize. But I do believe Baltimore gave him an offer. I just don't think he he likes it. You know what I'm saying? But just look at that Prescott, man. That Prescott went out there, played on an expiring contract, had a serious injury, but he still got paid, right? Because I think the Cowboys knew that this team is not the same team without that Prescott. So that should tell you. Lamar Jackson is more center focused on his team is more center focused on him than that Prescott team is, in my opinion. The Cowboys tried to make something work, but they couldn't do it. But we know for sure Baltimore can't compete in that division that they're in right now with Cincinnati on the rise. And you don't really know what the Browns gonna be doing. So Baltimore right now cannot take the chance to not pay Lamar and have him sit out and not be the guy that he is. I mean, he he produced the numbers, man. You already know he had back-to-back years, 1,000 yards rushing. He would have had it last year, in my opinion, if he played more than 12 games, but injuries set him back a little bit. But if Lamar can get out there, man, get him another 3,500 passing yards, knocking on the door 4,000 and another 1,000-yard rushing season, you got to pay the man, right? Because he do something that a lot of people cannot do in this league. So, but with that being said, I believe Baltimore is scared. You know, I think they're scared because he's a dual threat. He's not no Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. I would say Patrick Mahomes, but he does get out the pocket a little bit more and try to run, but he's trying to scale it back a little bit too now. But the fact that he is more prone to injuries because he, his body's out there, man, He he's going to get hit. He's going – he might pull a hamstring, anything, right? So I think right now Baltimore is looking at it like we don't want to lock up a five-year, six-year deal or anything like that with Lamar Jackson because we don't know how long this can last. I don't believe he's going to be a RG3. You know what I'm saying? I don't think this is going to turn around and bite you at the end of the day because right now you have nothing to complement that offense besides Lamar Jackson. He's your engine. He's everything, right? So end of the day, man, my take on this whole Lamar Jackson situation is Lamar go out there and play, bro. Get your $23 million, especially you've been playing for a four-year, a four year $9 million, $9 million contract for the last few years. So get out there, bro, ball, show everybody what you can do. Get your $23 million. Try to get something done by, what, March 7th, I think they say the deadline is. Get something done by March 7th, good. If not, man, they franchise you, man. Still be the leader that you are. Go out there, 
Get your $31 million for year six. 11th highest paid quarterback in the league. So you you hovering around, you know, the top 10. And that's kind of where you are right now anyway, right? Like hovering around the top 10 and like quarterback rankings, right? Whether people got you 11, 12, 13, you're still in that ballpark, right? But just just do enough, man. Do enough to show to you guys why you are who you are. You know what I'm saying? That's what I got, man. I, I'm really eager to see what you guys feel about that. Uh, let me know what you think about Lamar, whether you think he should go out there, play, whether you feel like he should hold out, you think he should request a trade just to, just to spice things up. Y'all let me know what you think about Lamar, man. I can't wait to hear what you got on that. Man, so that's our time, guys. Hey, man, before we close it out, I just want to thank all of you guys for tuning in with me, man. Send me any of those hot topics, all your questions. I'm really, really grateful for you guys for just giving me your listening ear for the last 25 to 30 minutes. Hey, hey, before we leave, man, make sure you guys lock in on that first 50 listens giveaway, all right? Two free tickets to the Washington Commanders, Washington Wizards, Charlotte Hornets, or the Carolina Panthers. All you got to do is follow those steps I said earlier in the episode, and I'm going to lock you in. Hey, but until next week, man, y'all stay safe, man. Can't wait to hear from you.